money does that sound interesting well some of us are really ahead in the game of understanding how to sustainably grow our income and some of us don't even know how to go ahead and how to manage our income and expenses well this is a free space and a safe space to discuss to hear from the experts who are here to tell you how to sustainably grow your income while you are achieving your dreams because my friends this is a very very important aspect of your life but it also means that we must not get so caught up in this aspect that we lose the sight of what we love and what we want to do in life so let's start with the very basic steps on this podcast my first step ever from an expert who will help us understand what are the simple ways of sustainably growing our income host Ishani Nigam I am a recent masters in marketing communications graduate from the University of Melbourne streaming from Australia I help businesses entrepreneurs in this post covid world to reach their target audience through engaging and intriguing audiovisual content but over here I help you aspiring leaders students from all across the globe to take your first step towards your goal this season there's also a bit of twist to it we will be discussing something very important in taking your first step which is you it's all about you your abilities and your internal environment that takes you to the first step so my friends get ready and get started for an engaging and really informative season where i engage with accomplished people who have taken their first step but the way to the first step has been building their inner capabilities and that is what we are going to unleash this season so if you are interested to take that first step in whatever profession you want to at wherever place you are right now then get ready for this season Welcome back my friends my ninjas on my first step ever podcast we are here with another interesting and i think it's going to be a very very informative episode where you can actually take away the learnings and apply in your life i have a very very amazing woman today she loves to imagine imagineer that is the word that's right imagineer a word and i will get her to explain what is this all about a world where of your vision of your dream and how you can do that sustainably she is an amazing coach and she helps people individually by invitation she is an amazing speaker and she, most of all she is a very thorough author she has written three books that talks a lot about money management but from a very different perspective her all three books have come from a very different perspective by talking about how you can sustain your journey and this is the very reason that i wanted to invite her on this podcast because the place that we are all in right now all the graduate students and the young leaders it is very important that we understand that what our finances are and how can we keep them growing sustainably and not it's not about minting money so let me introduce the lady herself 
Catherine J. Ellis, all the way from Australia. Hi, Catherine. How are you doing? And thank you for joining us today. Good. Lovely to see you, Ashani. And thanks so much for the invitation. And I'm excited to be here. I've been, obviously, we've known each other now for probably a year, 18 months, something like that. And I just love what you are doing. It's just awesome. And it's always a pleasure working with you. And I learned a lot from you every time. So as I was saying, Catherine, that you love to imagine your world in, in a way. So are you able to introduce mm -hmm. our listeners with the concept Imagineer that you have very uniquely mm -hmm. termed? Okay. So this is something I've been doing for many, many years, but the, the actual words came to me overnight, sort of like in a dream over two nights. And it, so I have a social enterprise called Imagineering to a Better World. So it's the word Imagineering. So imagine plus engineering. So having a positive vision for your future and then the practical solutions of how to get there. So Imagineering. And I love that word. So everything we do is about that. And especially in 2021, uh, we have a new mission which we are planning to active, to teach and activate 1 million plus people to imagine a better world for themselves and also to social enterprise evolve, which is about profit with purpose. That sounds very ambitious and that is a very, very good ambition that you have, Catherine. Uh, I am mostly impressed by the fact that whatever you do, you have that aspect of sustainability in your mind. There is a lot of topics that you are interested in and you really work towards, you know, uh, contributing the discussion of how society can be a better place, how an individual's life can be better, how a mind, person's mindset can be better, or how people incorporate, uh, you know, environment, they can work to the, together collaboratively. But at the end of everything, and the basis that I think, mm -hmm. from what I understand, that you form is having to grow yourself financially and keep that happening sustainably. So yes. let me get to the first question that I have mm -hmm. for you. I'm very excited to know that from, what were the circumstances that got you through this mindset, you know, that mm -hmm. was it like from the very beginning or how was it like? I had a very different upbringing to most people. Uh, my mum my and dad both worked. I was the third child. And then my dad always had a business on the side. So I cannot remember not working. So it was about working together as a team. It was helping mum and dad and working towards the vision of the family. But also it was a way to earn a little bit of extra pocket money. So I was always counting um, counting O-rings, counting washers, punching washers, things like that. Um, but also that wasn't a very – so in some ways it was absolutely wonderful, but in other ways I got very independent very early. So – if I didn't agree with what they were doing, then I would say, well, I'm going to do it myself and I'm going to pay for it myself with my money. So it was a catch-22 in that way. And I'll just give you an example of something that I didn't agree with because it, my parents were fabulous and I had a really lovely upbringing. But one thing I wanted to do was ring my grandma once a week. and But it cost so much money. Like it was crazy expensive back in those days for long distance. And 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 now that I'm older, I can understand from my parents' point of view, like three children, you know, trying to make ends meet, also, you know, building up towards the dream of having the business um, for the family. And so I have a totally different um, point of view now. But also at the time, I was also writing letters with both my grandmas. 
And so we had these beautiful letters going backwards and forwards. So I can yeah. see from mum and dad's point of view. Um, so I would just be wet, be want people to just be aware of the don't be so independent like these days Amishani as you would know I, I coach and train people about interdependence it's about working together as a team that's when we win so yeah so I think that probably answers the question so it's financial independence you know it's it's something I've always done. So I've, I had my first business when I was 13, my second business when I was 13. Wow. I was always working. I had my first business working for other people from when I was 12. That That is very interesting. And, you know, the first time I heard about your story, I was really, really impressed. But I also had a lot of questions because I think at that point in time, uh, we are really not thinking about, you know, getting financially independent. That's Mm -hmm. definitely not in most of us mind because we are still growing. It's a teenage time and we're just trying to figure out purpose in life. Uh, Maybe not the purpose, but, you know, what do we want to do or just having fun. So Mm -hmm. it's good that you had that surrounding and that you had that learning. And I'm happy that we're able to bring that importance of why you should be you know getting financially independent from the very get-go very beginning Mm -hmm. having understood that I really want to understand because you had a very early start of making yourself financially independent so in that maybe the first five or ten odd years of making yourself financially independent have you made any mistakes probably Mm -hmm. if you have then maybe if you would like to share that top three mistakes that you Mm -hmm. make and that Mm -hmm. People should not make along the way or they can avoid. The first one I would say is I used to know the formula 80-10-10 so that you spend 80% of your income and then you give away 10% so you're not you know, becoming greedy and then you also uh, save 10%. But that 10% is allocated saving. So, so for big items. So for me, it might have been going back to study or going overseas, buying a car, things like that. But one of the biggest mistakes I made was I didn't know enough to build wealth at the same time. So that was, so each time, you know, like I bought a car, I went overseas or I returned to the study, that my savings would go down to zero. So that was not very wise. But like I said, I didn't know about that at the time. So I would say that was a mistake. But to me, mistakes are learning opportunities. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, the other thing was I got really caught up in my emotions as a teenager and as a young adult, so I'd fluctuate from one to the other. Sometimes um, people might look at me and say, well, you're, you're after money, and I'm like, I volunteer, I do all this other stuff. Um, definitely not just after money, but we also need to be not part of the problem. We need to be part of the solution. So if we're sort of you know scrounging around and struggling all the time, we actually don't have much time or money to actually be able to help other people. Um, I'll just, so I'll give you an example of that. Um, one time I actually was living up north in Broome in the Kimberleys of Western Australia and it wasn't very cold up there. So I just thought, okay, I'll give away all my winter wardrobe, gave away all my jeans, my jackets, my jumpers, everything. But then when I came down to visit Perth, it was like, okay, well, I can borrow some or maybe I'd left myself one pair of jeans, one jumper, something like that. Mm -hmm. but then I relocated to go back to uni and I had to replace the whole wardrobe so that was a bit crazy so that's an example Um, another example was that I've always pretty much um, when I was younger always had like two full-time jobs 
I might be studying full-time and working full-time or I might be building a business full-time while while um, working full-time or, you know, you get the, get the idea of it. But sometimes as I was building my business, usually well, during those phases, quite often you can have your expenses are more than your income, which is, you know, why you work. However, sometimes when you've got that divided focus, you're not able to work in jobs that you might get more money at. So I would then look at getting uh, getting into network marketing or something else, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, I'll get a bit of extra money through that way. And I don't recommend it. The divided focus did not work. Um, occasionally, like while you're studying and working, yeah, that works. And for, you know, for a specific period of time, that can work quite well, but don't spread yourself too thin. Yeah, I think and they are very, very specific. And thank you for giving the examples because that makes it more easier to understand the situations that one puts them into. And I am sure a lot of us have put ourselves in that situation. So some that you've mentioned, you also spoke about wealth creation, which is a very, very interesting topic because most of us are not introduced to this topic when we are supposed to be at very early in, in our life. Although I did not have a question for that at the beginning, but I love that topic. So in case you would like to briefly touch upon that and mm-hmm. tell our listeners the difference or maybe the benefits of creating wealth and how can they, if you would like to maybe talk a little on that. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I don't even know where I got this thinking from, but somewhere along the lines I got it. It was having multiple income streams. And I've always thought at least six. I don't know why six, but I just liked that number. And so on top of having a full-time job, it could be um, investment income. But at the moment, we know that bank interest is so low Mm -hmm. and it doesn't keep up with inflation. So that's not a very wise investment. At the moment, I think gold and silver in physical form are good investments, but it would depend on the cycle of the economy because that obviously changes over time. Um, A lot of people are into cryptos. I'm not into cryptos. um, And obviously, we've seen in the last week or two, you know, there's been massive movements in that. So I wouldn't say it's overly stable. And as you know, Ashani, I've got a chapter in one of my books, you know, about this, about just different ideas. Like it might be, for example, if you have a spare room in your house, it might be renting out one of the bedrooms. Um, Having an international student, it could be tutoring. It might be having a market stall. It might be having, um, you know, buying and selling online. You know, there's a lot of different ways to actually bring in a bit of income. So I can remember many years ago, we used to just pick up things on the side of the road and then either keep, for example, if it was a better table than the one we already had in the kitchen, as an example, we would sell the second one, you yeah. know, the one that we had. And, you know, I mean, and, and then at the time, there were certain things that you could make more money on. So with a bike, if you, you know, like I was fortunate that I had people in my life that could actually just fix up a little, you know, a few little things that you know, perhaps the brakes needed fixing or something. And you could make a bit of money on a bike, but maybe not so much. Exercise equipment. So that one was quite good. You might pick it up for free on the side of the road, give it a little bit of a makeover that might cost $30, but then you might make 200 Yes. So if you have the skills, there's so many ideas out there. Yeah, I think you've given us many ideas. And given that our audience they are young, aspiring leaders, graduates, students, some mm. of them international students across the globe. So mm. if 
for example people who are listening to us they had never thought about creating wealth or you know being financially independent as such or sustaining in their financial mm-hmm. income so if they're starting from today what would mm-hmm. be your one advice to them that where they should invest their time that they can today build the foundation of sustainably growing their income mm-hmm. number one is always education always the education so it's learning as much as you can for example reading books listening to podcasts watching videos so learning about that and then once you once you're learning about that then also it's about putting into practice what you're learning and being consistent over time that is very very basic to you know starting anything in life and that is bang on catherine so thank you for sharing that and i think if even if it sounds like a broken record and if we mm-hmm. keep repeat like repeating ourselves but education and knowledge and skills that mm-hmm. you have it's it really builds your unique identity and personality and an offering that you can give into the world that no one else can yes so the knowledge with your talents and your personality is a combination that no one else can have so you mm-hmm. must keep building on it and see that how you can you know actually financially sustain yourself out of that thing just moving forward and thank you so much for, so far for sharing your personal journey so i would just like to ask one last question to you mm-hmm. and that is now that you have given our listeners a start you know where they can start and take the first step to invest in themselves to start mm-hmm. earning income once they start doing that mm-hmm. How do you think is the best way to invest it? I think you've already touched mm-hmm. upon it, but if you would like to expand on that. Yes. So I've talked about the investment side, but one of the things that most people don't do, which I find crazy because it is the secret to the sustainability of your income, it's to reduce your expenses. So I've been doing seminars for many years, like income minus expenses equal, equals your future. So if you are able to reduce your expenses, so so when I'm brainstorming with groups of people, their expenses are always double their income. They haven't thought about medical. They haven't thought about car maintenance. They haven't thought about all of these things that are actually normal um, everyday expenses, but they just haven't included them in their spending plan. So that would be um, the number one way to do that. And so that I mentioned before about the 80-10-10. So I, at the very least, like 10 plus 10 plus 10 plus 10 plus 60. Okay. So it's not just you're giving away your 10%. It's not just your allocated savings for 10%, 10%, but it's also your storehouse wealth creation 10%. And then another one that I say is offerings for programs that will, will create a better world. And that might might even be one that, that you're creating yourself and it might even be building into a social enterprise for yourself, as an example. But something where you're creating a better world and so you're putting money aside for that. And so it's working towards hopefully a sustainable one so then it's um, you're creating extra income in that for yourself as well. And I think that everybody can, you know, is able to do that. Um, and like I said, investments, I mentioned, you know, like right at the moment, I do like gold and silver. You know, I, I don't know much about the stock market. Um, I think you always have to look at economic cycles. 
Uh I think at the moment, the equation before income minus expenses equals your future. If that's for an individual, an organization, or a country, everybody has been spending so much money. So there has to be a market correction. And so there is going to be massive movements in the markets, I think probably later this year. So we do need to be ready for that. So I would encourage, especially all the young ones listening, um, first of all, I think you're very wise to be listening to Ashani. She's an amazing young lady. And But just put aside some money. I wouldn't, you, you know, I'm, I'm listening to different people and some of them say, okay, if you've got any more than 5000 in the bank, you know, maybe look at alternate investments of different things of, you know, what you might do. You know, I would say what I do is money smarts coaching, money smarts education. Definitely not advising um, in that capacity. But just some basic things like, say, for example, you know, having a few extra things at home, having a bit of extra cash on hand, because if the market does crash, then we just need to realise that, you know, there, there will be some big things that do happen and there might be, um, so just relying on, a, on, on the internet mm-hmm. and having your card on your phone or something, you know, the, the internet might, might be down, as an example. Having some cash, having just some, you know, just simple things so you have a bit more control. I think that gives you peace of mind too. Yes. yes. Which as as a young grad, it's important because it's like it can be so exciting. Maybe you're in a new job, you know, everything is exciting, but then it's also, okay, just come back, breathe, look at what's happening and, yeah. yeah. I think I think you have given us a number of options for someone to how they can invest and sustain their money once they start doing it. And Mm -hmm. To all my listeners who are here, if you're tuned into this particular episode and if you're listening this right now, it, I hope you are not getting very anxious that, oh my God, I need to learn about stock market. Oh my God, I need to uh, learn about you know investing in gold. And as Catherine mentioned, whichever phase you are in, whichever, wherever you are in your journey, it is always about starting and starting small. If you're just starting, there are a few things that you can do that we've already told you. We have given you a lot of actionable steps, which is to educate yourself and start your income in, in a way as I think I like what Catherine said, 10 plus 10 plus 10 plus 10 and 60. So if you would like to start practicing that, that is something that you apply. Start very small. And once you start gaining knowledge of other ways of you know having income, the best one that you feel that you will be able to start with that. You do not need to do everything at once. And the aim of this particular episode and podcast is to help you take your first step towards your goal. And money and having an income and growing it sustainably is a very important topic. I was extremely excited to invite Catherine today and a little nervous as well. I think you can even hear that because this is a topic that even I am trying to you know build my capabilities in and it's good that you come across such really knowledgeable people as Catherine is and you because you get to learn a lot of ways as early possible in your life so thank you Catherine for being on my show and answering so many questions before you leave I really want you to speak about a very special book that's coming up okay well I actually have two books um, on the topic of money and finances the one probably most relevant for your listeners is called prosper as your soul prospers and that's looking at finances from a soul and spirit perspective. So mind, will, emotions, and then spirit, which is avoiding greed and, pov- greed and poverty and going towards generosity. 
And I also coach along those topics as well. So people can, um, you know, go to the website. Nishani's told me she's going to put up links for that, which is great. And the, the other book, which is super exciting, Ishani was also part of. So this latest book is for teenagers as well as uh, children from 10 years old up. And it's a graphic novel and it's called Ash, which is the Indian spelling because her name is short for Ashwarya, uh, A-I-S, and The Midas Touch. And it's book one in G2M's Money Smart series. And so I'm the author of that. And Ishani was the graphic designer, especially for her input. I love the front cover. And I, we just did a series of interviews over the last couple of weeks on that. And that one is about, it actually teaches children and teens how to imagine a better world and also introduces the concept of social, of a social entrepreneur. And she's probably my favourite character in the book, although I love all of them, but G2M I think is a bit special. She's a social entrepreneur and she has rainbow-coloured hair. Yeah. So she's pretty groovy. It's set in Sydney. Um, it's in a school and they get challenged about money smarts. And so they get taught all these things, especially by G2M. And with that one, you know, and again, just talking about, you know, giving money away, investing for the future. So you're actually setting yourself up with an income rather than just spending, which always leaves you broke. And if you say, for example, I'm not a fan of afterpay. I'm not a fan of not paying off your credit card because that's always stealing from the future. And if people want, so one of the main things I teach, for example, in the book Prosper As Your Soul Prospers is how to say no. So not to have the instant gratification to have everything you want right now. That's one of the biggest tools that you can have going forward to have a sustainable income. I think we have lots of learning today and this is always a very important and a very deep topic. You never uh, are able to you know, cover it in depth whenever you talk because there's so much to learn and understand. But I think, Catherine, you have done a very good job today. In such a short span of time, you have introduced to us with a lot of tips and tricks, actionable points that our listeners can take away and really apply. If you really liked what you hear, what Catherine said, I would really recommend at least checking out this book called Ash and the Midas Touch. It is in a very um, easy to understand manner. And if you would like to educate yourself and your siblings or any of your friends, it's very interesting. Before you leave, are you able to leave our listeners with a quote that you really resonate with? This is one of my own. And first, and firstly, thank you so much, Ishani. It's always lovely to talk to you. And especially, I'm just feel really privileged that you've invited me to speak to this particular audience because I love helping young people and I love helping uni grads. And the quote is how I finish off a lot of um, our podcasts and, and YouTube um, station videos is, remember, we can change the world one day at a time, one person at a time, one decision at a time. That is very powerful and that beautifully combines with what the podcast is all about, taking that first step today. So thank you so much, Catherine, on being my first step ever and spilling those beans of pure wisdom that we really require to hear as early on in our life as we can. So all my listeners, I hope you had a great, great time listening to Catherine. If you want to follow her, I'm going to share links because she has some really good stuff coming up very soon. And you can engage with her thoughts and her ideas on her website as well. So see you. And I hope you start 
something that you're really really looking forward to with a small step that you want to take this week or maybe today at this moment give us a like subscribe and do comment on the instagram page my first step ever underscore in or connect me on linkedin ishani nigam and let me know how did you like this episode please follow us on spotify google or apple podcast also if you have any comments you like to give any feedback or if you really like to listen to someone please follow us on instagram my first step ever underscore in and let me know and before i take a leave i would like to say start believing in yourself and most importantly keep believing in yourself i am ishani nigam your host for my first step ever signing off for this week and eagerly waiting to have you and our next speaker again for the next week see you